You're listening to the Take Your Shop podcast, a podcast for wedding photographers and videographers looking to grow and scale their business. I'm your host, Hallie Heather, and my goal is for you to walk away feeling empowered and inspired as you continue to build a business that you're passionate about and that serves both you and your clients well. So whether you're operating as a side hustle or you're looking for tips and tricks on how to improve and scale your business, you, my friend, are in the right place. You don't have to figure it all out on your own, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome. I am so glad you are here today. My name is Hallie for those of you who don't know me and I am a full-time wedding photographer and educator. I have my MBA in strategy and execution and it's so funny because being a full-time wedding photographer was actually not my plan. It was definitely a side hustle. It was something I enjoyed doing with my husband Luke. We have a company together we've been doing for seven years now and I'm going to be honest, the process of growing a side hustle and turning it into a full-time job was not an easy task. It was not something that I even really thought would be possible. I spent so much time uh, in my life trying to please others and doing what I felt like I should do. I did the traditional, went to college, studied communication and journalism, got the classic, you know, big girl job right out of school, making really good money. But honestly, I was just trading my mental health for a paycheck and, and continued to work in jobs where I was not being valued. And I don't know about you, but there's nothing worse than to just invest so much time into something that doesn't really fuel your passions and utilize all of your gifts and talents and the things that you really want to do. And as a creative, I, I find that there are so many people out there who are creative, but they don't give themselves permission to go full time and work fully in that. And and I think we live in a society and I think this is starting to change, but we live in a society where I think people praise the hustle. They praise the the, the careers and people just want to move up in, in the corporate ladder. And there is a time and place for that. And I think there are people designed for that. And and if that's you, awesome. So happy you're there. But I'm, I'm guessing that if you're listening to this podcast, that might not be you. And and you might be thinking, man, like I'm really passionate about photography or or I really just want to grow my own business. And that's something that has just piqued your interest. You see other people doing it and you always wonder, what does it look like if, what would it look like if I could do that too? And I, I've been there before. I've looked and I've seen other people be successful in pursuing their passions. And I always just would discount myself and say, well, someone else is doing it. Or, you know, there's already so many wedding photographers out there. We don't need any more wedding photographers. It's a saturated market. And I would always just discount myself. And so for me, the best way to protect myself from, I guess, uh, getting hurt or feeling like a failure was to just not try it. And so I actually kept myself um, in a little box by keeping photography as a side hustle. And don't get me wrong, I, I really loved having it as a side hustle. I think I had this fear that if I ever went full time with wedding photography, then I might get burnt out or I might not love it anymore. And I didn't ever want to lose my passion for what I was doing. And that was what I would tell myself. But deep down when I would see other people living their dream, going full time, taking their 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 leap of faith to, to go all in, I would always get this little voice in the back of my head being like, oh man, I, I wish I could too, but I can't. And and I just want to attack that today and say, I think we all have these lies in our heads where it holds us back. We don't think we're good enough. We don't think we're where we need to be. Maybe we're looking at all the mess and thinking, man, like I, I, if you pull back the curtain, it's really messy back here. I don't think I, I need to get all these things in place before I can go full time. And, and let me just say, um, for me to go full time, it was not very 
smooth. Like there were a lot of things that in the back end of our business, we're not set up to be a full-time job. And today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what that transition looked like for me to go full-time with wedding photography. And it might not be what you think. It wasn't this, oh, this is my plan. I'm going to do this. It was really this um, kind of broad awakening where I just kind of realized like, man, what am I doing? Like I am definitely created to do this and it's it's time to take my shot. And so I'm going to tell you guys the story of what happened in that season of my life and how I got here. So Luke and I started our company, Luli Photo, right after school. So right after graduating, we launched it together. And the name Luli comes from combining the names Luke and Hallie. Uh, super cheesy, but we love it. And it's been really fun to just take that and run with it. And it was a side hustle that honestly was just like really a creative outlet for us. So as I mentioned before, I was working jobs where I was just feeling overworked and undervalued. And that was just a really tough thing for me over those years. And so for me, doing photography on the side was definitely a fun side hustle and just something, it was just a creative outlet, honestly. And I remember when we did our first engagement session, it was for a friend who she wasn't even planning on having engagement photos. And so I, I viewed this as a perfect opportunity to start building a portfolio. So again, this is like right after school, people are starting to get engaged. I literally told my friend like, hey, I would love to do photos for you. Um, I know you weren't planning on doing them. I won't charge you a thing. I just think you'll want to look back on these this like season of life and you'll want these photos and I would love to do this for you. So please, please, please let me take some photos. And she agreed and we ended up going and we had so much fun. Honestly, it felt like a double date. And at the end of it, they had so much fun. They took me and Luke to Froyo. And it's so funny because we literally got paid for our first photo session with Froyo. And to see where that's taken us is so fun because that really continued to spark a passion in us. And so as we continue to do more engagement sessions for other friends, people would see us on Instagram. We eventually started um, going into weddings over the years and the business, it was definitely a slow grow process. It did not just happen overnight, but as we served people well, had a lot of fun with it and continued to network and get our names out there through word of mouth and social media, um, that really, it started to take off over the years. And so in my regular career, so in my normal full time job. I started right out of school working at a fortune 500 company. I was leading five different teams. And let me just say that job was, it was overwhelming. Um, I was leading, I was leading so many people and it was crazy because I was a 22 year old right out of school and I did not feel qualified <laughs> for what I was doing. I wasn't necessarily bad at my job, but I was just like burnt out and I was putting in so many hours just to try to keep up with the daily grind. And it's funny because when I left that job, they ended up replacing me with two people. So that gives you a little bit of insight on just how much I was working and what was on my plate. And honestly, even though that was a really hard season in my life, I am so thankful thankful for just the experience I was able to gain. I learned a lot about myself and others and just what it meant to be a really good leader. And so um, as much as it was hard to leave that job, it was the best thing I ever did for myself because it really was trading my mental health for a paycheck and that was not worth it. And I transitioned to a, into a job where I actually ended up having a lot more work-life balance. And so transitioning into this next job where I was doing recruiting, I had just a lot more time to focus on other things. So I was focusing on my weekends and evenings, which I had <laughs> off. Um, I was able to grow a business and I was able to shoot weddings and um, have time to edit and also 
also balance in my life. And it was just such a sweet season. And in that season, I went back to school to get my MBA. So um, as I was working my full-time job, studying in grad school and growing a photography business, it was definitely not a um, slow season at all. There was a lot of grinding and it was just something I really enjoyed doing. And it's so funny because as I was finishing up my MBA, people would keep asking me, so what's next for you? Are you going to go full-time with your wedding photography business or like, what, what are you going to do with your career? Because the job I was in, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad job. I actually really enjoyed the people I was working with and what I was doing. Like it was a really nice job, but it definitely wasn't the kind of job where it's sustainable long-term. Like they don't pay you adequately, especially if you have an MBA. (laughs) And so it was not a long-term play for me. It was definitely a transition. And when it was kind of trying to figure out like what was next, um, my boss actually approached me and asked me if I'd be interested in promoting into the assistant director role. So that job was becoming available and he thought it was going to be a really good fit for it. And I did, I had the leadership experience. I had my MBA. I was very passionate about the organization. I was good at my job. I was one of the leaders on the team. And honestly, on paper, it totally made sense that I would take that job. But when he first approached me, I was kind of hesitant. I was like, ah, man, like, I don't know if I want to go back into leading multiple teams or, you know, be being in a position of leadership just because of how burnt out I was from the previous job that I had been in. But I convinced myself that that's what I wanted. And so I spent a year preparing for that position. And it's so funny to think through just like, what that season looked like because I had so much stress as I was preparing for it and going through. And I just remember talking with Luke, like, man, like I, I know that this is like a great opportunity. And I think, I think I should, I think I should do it. Like, right. Like it makes sense. Like I'm the best fit. And like, why would I not do this? But I also was really loving photography. And at this point, our business was starting to take off in ways that um, it was feeling like overwhelming to kind of hold two jobs. And so I was nervous about taking on more responsibility at my uh, full-time job because I was worried that I would then have to pull back from photography. So it was kind of this weird tension, but definitely didn't want to uh, disappoint anyone and figured like, well, yeah, why would would I leave? Like I'm definitely the best fit for this. So of course I'm going to stay. So I had this loyalty and, and, and I think looking back, that was definitely me being afraid of taking a chance on going full-time with photography. I just found it, it's a lot more safe to stay with what you know, to have someone have a plan for you, to have someone like in a company that just like, you know, you don't have to think through where's your next paycheck going to come from, you know, like that's a a scary thing. And that was definitely a reality. So I didn't even entertain the idea of going full-time with photography. So after I went through all the interview processes and everything, I'll just keep it short, but long story short, I ended up not getting the position. And there's a lot of factors that were outside of my control, outside of my boss's control. And even though that was our plan, that really fell through. And it's funny because even though it fell through, I was actually more relieved than I was sad that I didn't get it. Um, I was kind of confused. It was a little bit of a shock. And so uh, at first I was like, oh my goodness, like what just happened? <laughs> and so it took a little minute to to process what was going on, but I did feel this sigh of relief. And I just knew that obviously this wasn't God's plan for me. And so I do want to preface and say that uh, my faith is something that's really important to me. That is a big part of who I am and how I got here. And I'm excited to share that with you guys, but I also want you to know that whether or not you share the same beliefs as me, this is a place for you. Like, I want you to feel welcome here and I want you to know that like you are seen and valued as well. And so don't feel like you can't listen to this podcast because, oh, she's a Christian and I don't, I'm not a Christian. So I I can't listen to that. Like that is not true. And so I just want you to know that you have a place here and that this is a place for you. 
But going back to the story, so I reached out to my friends and asked them for a prayer and basically said, you know, I didn't get the position and I'm really confused on what is next for me. So I would just love prayer for, so I would just love some prayer for clarity. And one of my friends ended up texting me a voice memo. And in this voice memo, she basically shared insight that I just knew was from the Lord. Like God really spoke to me through this. And so I'm going to share that with you guys here because I still have it. I still listen to it. And it's one of the coolest things I've ever had happen. And I know this is kind of a vulnerable thing to share, but I just, it's too cool not to share. So I'm going to share this with you and then I'll unpack it with you guys. Hello. Okay. So hopefully this won't be too long, but I um did get a picture when I was praying and it was a picture of you playing soccer and in a soccer field and you, you had the ball. So you were going to pass it to somebody else. But when you looked around, there was nobody else there. <laughs> and at first you were freaking out because they were like, I think used to passing the ball along to somebody else. But in the vision that I had, you looked around and I just so felt like almost like the aspect of the Lord as like a thundering voice <laughs> in, in a very strong presence, empowering you to take the shot. He's empowered you to make tough decisions in situations where maybe in the past you've kind of let other people take the lead. But I think that this is really a moment of you um, showing how God has given you this ability to lead and make tough decisions. And like I said, I don't know exactly what's in your heart, what God placed there and, and how you're, what you really want. But I know that whatever is like really there, like engage with that and engage in, within that with the Lord. And I think he's going to show up in a really glorious, magnificent, miraculous way. So the craziest part about receiving this message from my friend was this was a friend from church who I, she didn't really know me that well. Like we had literally just been in this group together for maybe a couple of weeks. Like we were not super close friends. She was someone who um, obviously like uh, was getting to know and, and really valued, but she knew nothing about my life. And so this friend had no idea when she sent this, that I had actually played soccer for 10 years. And on top of that, I played midfield. And specifically, I really struggled with having the confidence to shoot on goal. So <laughs> my dad would always lecture me on the way home from soccer games, telling me, man, how you were right there and instead you pass it to your friend you need to be you need to be shooting on goal you need to take the shot like why why are you passing to your friend and and it's so funny because I was always afraid of looking like a failure I was always afraid of doing something risky which for me was shooting on goal and so it's way safer for me to just pass it to my friend have them take care of it they're going to be the ones to have the risk like they're going to be the ones to you know they're probably going to be more successful than me or whatever it is like I had this mental block in me where I was too afraid to shoot on goal and so that was a very very specific vision to receive that I knew had to be from the Lord because only the Lord knew that no one else in that group text knew anything about that part of my life. And so it was super interesting to get that. And as soon as I did, I just, I just broke down crying. I, I broke down crying because I just knew that God was telling me to get out of my own way, to stop letting the fear of failure, stop me from going after what I wanted, which was ultimately being a full-time wedding photographer. I, I, I had, I was, 
I was so passionate about it. I loved what I was doing and I was just afraid. I was so afraid of what would happen. Like, what if, you know, and you fill in the blank with all these negative things. What if I fail? What if, what if I'm not successful? What if people don't like me? What if I start hating it? What if X, Y, and Z? Like it just, you have all these things that stop you from wanting to go after these things. And deep down, you know, you want to. So I immediately went downstairs, showed Luke this voice memo and in tears, I was just like, God is telling me (laughs) to go full-time with wedding photography. I have no doubt in my mind. It is clear as day that this, this is what he's calling me to do. And we processed it a lot together. This was not an easy decision. Like, like I was saying before, like our business was not set up to be a full-time job. Like we were not charging enough. There were so many things in the back end of our business that were really just, it was just a side hustle, honestly. And we, had so much work to do to kind of prep for going full time. And, um, and so I was scared out of my mind, but the next day I went into my job and I told my boss what had happened and that I just had clarity that this is what I was called to do. And so a couple of months after that, I ended up leaving. And so that is kind of the origin stories of how I ended up going full time. Uh, there's a lot of things in between and there's a lot of things even to this day that I've just like, I've learned so much in the process and there's so many things I would have done differently. There's so many things that I did not feel prepared for. And that is, again, part of why I'm starting this podcast is because I think there are so many people like me who are stuck pleasing others, who are too afraid to go after what it is that they feel called to do. They have these passions, they have these dreams, they have, you know, these goals, but they're too afraid to tell anyone, or they're too afraid to actually make it a reality or put it on paper and start actually taking steps towards that. And I really, really, really want to empower you. If, if you have goals of becoming a full-time wedding photographer or videographer, or just really wondering how do you take your creative business and, and go full-time with that? Like, this is a place for you. I've got so many amazing guests that are going to be coming on the show who are going to be sharing their insights, both within the wedding photography industry and outside of it. And I just think there's so much value there. And, and really building this is, is something that I'm passionate about because I wish that this was a space that existed when I was starting. And so I am so glad you guys are here. I cannot wait to see what God wants to do with this community and where he wants to take it because I know that when he was calling me to take my shot, it wasn't just for me. He wants you to take your shot too. So Thank you for joining here today. If you enjoyed today's episode and you are looking forward to this show, please, please, please. I would love it if you could share this with others, share it on Instagram. I've got links in the show notes on where you can find us and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Take Your Shot podcast. If you found this podcast helpful or insightful, we would absolutely be honored if you could take a moment to leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening on. If you have any friends who you think would benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. And lastly, we absolutely love connecting with you all on social media. You can find us using the links below in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week.